Imagine if taking care of your emotions or the things that are coming up for you was priority opposed to things that would generate you income and generate you, you know, quote unquote, safety. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Manifesting Money Podcast. My name is Anita Aguilar. I am your host, as well as a money mindset coach, a manifesting expert, and so are you, and I'm going to show you how, and the CEO of a multi-million dollar company teaching manifestation. This podcast's purpose is to bring massive consciousness around the world of money manifestation, and we want to share our stories to truly help you understand that money is just energy. It's an unlimited resource that you can tap into at any given point in time. The way that you feel about money is how it shows up for you. So if you have the limiting belief that you have to work super hard for money, this podcast is for you. I'm going to be sharing the things that I personally learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and stories of those who truly healed their relationships with money and have mastered attracting abundance. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. I am super happy and grateful that you are tuning in today. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so happy and grateful to have you. If you're a long-term listener, welcome back. I just want to reiterate how grateful we are that you are tuning in to this energy, um, becoming conscious, and really applying this knowledge to your life. So I know you probably think this is you just plugging in the podcast today. But no, it's so much bigger than that. It's not only working on yourself, it's affecting the people around you because of your energy, your stories, which help us impact more people and just really show that this work does not discriminate. If this is your first time tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast, make sure you follow us on the social medias and subscribe to the podcast so you can know every single time that we drop a new episode. So today's episode is going to be breaking down some of your stories. Before we get to it, I would love to just celebrate a beautiful soul who just recently joined the Manifesting Money Academy. So for those of you, again, who are new, I teach people about law of attraction and manifestation and how it specifically applies to money. So within our community, we see a lot of different levels when it comes to people working on their money mindset. So there's some of you who are super new, you're super maybe unconscious that your thoughts have been creating your reality and you're now waking up and you're like, holy crap, how did I not know this before? You're waking up to this beautiful world of money manifestation and you're realizing that you are the co-creator, which leads me to my second level of people that we usually work with is mostly just the conscious and awareness of like, okay, I get it. My thoughts create my reality, but how do I apply that to money? Then we have all of those who are conscious, who are aware, who are living this lifestyle, but ready to take it to the next level and start transmuting that energy. And so for those, again, who are new, I did not just wake up one day and say, hey, I want to be a money mindset coach. No, (laughs) it was so much deeper than that. And honestly, it was just something that happened. It manifested and it took a long time for me to step into that and really embody it because it was really scary. And now I'm just so grateful that I did, not only for myself, but now I can really help those who are also going through that transition too. So uh, the, the example that I'm giving here is our newest member, Lauren. Hello. 
So she's been a photographer for 10 plus years, shooting weddings, and now she's truly shifting her paradigm by shifting her identity and starting to coach. And I think this is so cool. And I'm so excited that, again, I get to really be that person that I wish I would have had when I was going through that transition. And not so much, yes, the logistics and physically making, you know, programs and stuff like that, but there's so much more because when you teach it, you learn it twice. And I think this little snippet of Lauren and I going back and forth to see if the quote, the program was right for her just really goes to show that. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to give a little snippet of the conversation that Lauren and I had to see if this program was right for her. Moving on to your question about my some fears that are coming up with making this decision. I think it's mostly around how other people are going to perceive this being my new business. Um, I think that's my number one fear is kind of, I've had this identity as a wedding photographer for 10 years and it's gotten like this, it feels really good and safe to just like live in that spot. And I've done a good job and people like it. People like me as this role. And so it feels a little bit like, okay, like let's change it up. Let's do something that feels even more fulfilling. And how is that going to like be perceived by my community and my people? That's a little bit scary for me. So powerful, so valid such valid fears, right? Which is kind of the topic about this podcast today. Um, But wow, I just get so excited because again, it's one thing if I say, oh, you can manifest your dream life. You can be safe in your body. You know, you can, you know, uh, take action before you have the money. But for some people, they might not resonate with me because of my age. Oh, Anita, you don't understand. I'm a mother. But Lauren is a mother. And I, she's running her own business. She's working with her husband. She has this amazing life for herself, but it's also, again, that, that desire to shift things. We are grateful to have you in the community, Lauren. We're celebrating you. (laughs) And yeah, this leads me to, again, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast, because I think everybody can really step into this, this version of themselves and help others with your knowledge. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. And that's exactly why we do not gatekeep in this community. We are giving you everything. Um, But it's just, again, the level of support that you believe that you need. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you five steps on how you can really stop fighting all of the things that you don't want to happen and creating so much resistance with your manifestations and really give you the key to freedom, which is feeling. So we are starting out this episode by sharing a conversation that I had in the DMs with a beautiful soul. I'm not going to mention your name because of the things that we're talking about, but I do just want to say you know who you are and I'm very grateful that you let me share this. Um, and I'm even looking back to the conversation and it's just really cool and in sync because, okay, I went to Palm Springs for just like every time I launch, I like to go on vacations. I like to be in places that are like energetically woohoo. 
And I went on a solo trip and one going on solo trips alone is like one thing, right? There's probably some fears. I mean, there are some fears that came up for me. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm a woman I'm traveling alone. Shouldn't be doing this. And then it was also really just doing that during a launch and having my team work on stuff while I was just relaxing and having fun and just, I think it was such a great trip. Anyway, um, I'm just laughing right now because I was posting the bartender who was making me my mocktails and she commented on it and said, that's my baby brother. I said, oh wait. I was saying, you're a lion, bro. I was hollering. I just thought that was so, like, serendipitous. I I don't know if I've said this word on the podcast, but I've been saying serendipital for the past couple of weeks, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's not a word. Whoops. So fast forwarding, uh, this is a couple months later. So I actually got this message last Wednesday, so almost a week ago now, and it reads, Hi, good morning, Anita. I feel like I need your help. I was, am having resistance around money because I thought taking out a loan would have helped, but now I'm in a worse situation because I can't pay the loan on the days that it's scheduled for in little quotes without having enough for my own stuff. And it's gotten to the point where I can't sleep and I'm just crying myself to sleep. I did the workshop last night and, and was better in a better mindset. But this morning I woke up wanting to stay in bed and cry because I feel so hopeless and scared. So I felt called to watch your TikToks and listen to a few podcast episodes, and I even did the workshop, but I still feel like I'm just broken and I can't manifest what I truly desire, and I don't know what guided action to take. My whole heart is just melting right now because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful that you're just open and receptive to help. So I'm kind of breaking this down as I go, but I do want you guys to know what I was messaging back so that we guys can kind of see the steps that we go through and what we'll be talking about on the podcast. So I, I thank them for reaching out again, because I'm just genuinely so happy and grateful that they felt safe sharing those things with me. And I also asked for permission to share this on the podcast and they also said yes. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I just know there's so many people who are going to benefit from this. So I said, it sounds like you're taking the proper steps of healing and expressing some emotions that are coming up. When I say that there uh, might be some judgment and some fear around the things that you want to do, quote unquote, staying in bed, crying, what comes up for you? And this is what they answered. Well, I'm feeling lazy slash like a loser. I'm usually a motivated person. Love my morning Sundays. But then there's days like today where I know me feeling like this isn't going to help my energy. And I feel like I do so much work. And yet I still feel like there's like nothing's working. I feel like I'm drowning. And no matter what kind of life jacket is thrown at me, it won't save me. Oh, my heart is still just melting. Oh, and I just look how beautifully expressed too. So if you if you resonate with this, can you just energetically raise a hand or something? Because ah, thank you, beautiful soul, for allowing me to share this again, because I know so many of you can relate to this. And that's why I wanted to break it down on the podcast. So I said, wow, this is huge, literally huge. And um kind of just went towards, again, what would you be doing if nothing else mattered but prioritizing your health, your mental health, your <laughs> emotions, right? Imagine if taking care of your emotions or the things that are coming up for you 
was priority opposed to things that would generate you income and generate you, you know, quote unquote safety. So just really going back to that question. And this is what she answered. I would definitely prioritize my mental health, but it feels so hard when I know that I'm probably going to be overdrawn this upcoming month or upcoming weekend until next week. And I know it's what I have to do, but the, but the resistance I had had such a chokehold on me and I don't know how to release it. I've done scripting meditation. Um, is it by pioneer beats with affirmations Frequency beats, I've practiced law of assumption, I have the secret money app, <laughs> and I feel like I have all of these tools, but I don't know how to make them properly work for me, especially in days I'm feeling like nothing is working. I'm seriously feeling broken sometimes because nothing seems to work. And during these meditations, I feel in, in small and I visualize about it. Nothing ever comes into fruition and that's where my frustration comes. Oh, so again, thank you so much for allowing me to share this. Um, I'm going to break it down, but I would just like to say right here is where I referred a podcast episode that I just recently have done about, it's called Feel the Emotion That You're Trying to Avoid, which is again, kind of the topic that we're talking about today, but just a little bit more in depth. So the biggest thing breaking this down is really seeing where a lot of judgment might be happening around the emotions that are coming up, right? So even giving you some analogies here, right? When you feel happy and you feel excited, you don't necessarily feel the need to justify that, right? You don't really say, well, you know, I'm only happy because this happened, right? We, there's a lot of times that society and like our just past generations have projected this on us where it's not safe for us to express our emotions. I don't know about you guys, but when I was, when I was a little girl and I was crying, right? There was a lot of times where it'd be like, quit being a baby, quit being emotional, right? And what that happens, it actually unconsciously teaches us that it's not safe to express certain emotions. And so for me, I masked a lot of my pain with jokes and I would joke about, you know, because for, for me, expressing myself through things that made us laugh was something that was very common in my family, right? We always talk about the things that are funny at the dinner table or, you know, things like that. But when it comes to expressing other emotions, I didn't feel safe. And I'm extremely grateful that I got to be a panelist here in New York City. Oh, it was such an amazing experience. And um, I'm just doing a little recap right here, but... That was one of the first things that I said when I got up there and I just started like crying, like literally like five seconds of crying. And I'm just like, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. And then the whole crowd is like talking about some, yeah, cry. And I was just like, the fact that I get to express how happy I am through tears and not hold it back is huge for me. And I think that's a, such a beautiful analogy of understanding that yes, some tools and exercises help, but me allowing myself to express how happy and grateful I was that I get to share <laughs> this information in a group full of beautiful women, Latinas specifically, who were also in my shoes was just this overwhelming feeling of joy and gratitude 
And I think if you really look at that analogy of like, okay, oh, I'm like emotional, I'm crying, oh, you know, I'm so happy. And it just lasted five seconds. And it's the same thing when we are expressing other emotions, right? When you think about, you know, something's coming up, you're maybe talking about something, you're getting a little bit choked up, right? You're not crying for 30 minutes straight, maybe, maybe, right? But again, if you really think about it, if you're talking about something with your therapist, with a coach, with a mentor, a friend, a relationship, a hard conversation, if you really think about it, that uncomfortable feeling that's coming up in your throat, it doesn't last that long. And when you truly allow yourself to express that, going back to this example of, I just want to be in bed and I just want to cry all day right? That's, that is what your intuition is telling you to do. And I think abundance is more about what you're not doing opposed to what you are doing. Because again, you can still do those things, take off work and, you know, be in bed and watch TV. But are you really doing that without any judgment? Because what happens is that we unconsciously give our power away to all of the tools and the rituals and the meditations. And I'm speaking to myself specifically. And for me, when I first started this journey, I was like, why is it not working? It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And I just felt like it took me so long to realize is because I was so reliant on those things that like I needed those things to get me out of my funk. I needed those things to make me feel high vibrational. But really the key to being your highest vibrational state is releasing and accepting. Then you have no more resistance to the thing that you were trying to obtain because you are at peace if you don't have it. So fast forward, this is, let's see, what day was this? Wait, actually, she just said, thank you so much. Just releasing that and actually letting someone know how I feel and who actually understands made me feel so much better. Look at that. She just already raised her vibration just by releasing and allowing herself to fully express. Um, I feel called to write out what I feel. You're you're seriously the best. I felt like you're the one I needed to message. She followed her intuitive action of messaging me and I needed to view your content and I needed your advice. Thank you for your time and your knowledge. Okay, that was on Wednesday. On Friday morning, I got this message. Anita, that's on all caps, so I'm guessing it's like yelling, Anita, (laughs) I have to tell you. I did some major work on Wednesday. Yesterday, I got a scratch off and my, wait, I had a scratch off, a scratcher, and I had won an extra $20. My cousin let me know he's going to be moving for a year. So that means that my portion of the rent is going way down. And my boyfriend came home yesterday with a job promotion, which he felt unsure of after his interview, and he gets a $5 raise. I was like, holy shift. (laughs) Wait, oh, it says holy shit, but I said, holy shift. (laughs) I literally read it like that because it has two T's. (laughs) And his words were, I'm doing this for us. Oh, my heart is melting. She said, thank you so much for being there for me and guiding me to be a better uh, mindset space. And I wish I can hug and thank you. (laughs) Oh, so again, thank you so much for allowing me to share this because look at like, look at that, what just happened, right? The release of 
avoiding those emotions and really just feeling them. So right now, again, we're stepping into a season that is called feeling versus fighting. So I have a personal analogy with this. And then I'm actually going to break down again the five steps that you can do to also do this in your life as well. So as I was getting ready for this event, this really amazing conference, and I had been planning for it, and I had been, you know, super excited. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm about to be seen on a whole new level. It's a chance to embody the New York version of myself. Da, 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 da. And as I'm getting ready in the morning, I get a call. And this call, and mind you, I'm actually working on some last minute stuff with business. And I'm like, on my computer, typing. I'm in flow. I'm working on stuff. And again, I get the call. It's from my long lost sister. And I was just listening. And, you know, my again, going back to what I said in the beginning, which is so kind of ironic thinking about this now and saying it out loud, is that my sister and I, I've always had this relationship again where it's fun and we're always having fun together and we're always talking and, you know, picking up where we left off last time. But there's a very distinct difference about this connection in my family. And that is that my sister and I did not grow up together. And we've never talked about it. We've never talked about it. Maybe mention some words about it, right? Like, you know, just maybe some heartful things and, you know, we kind of acknowledge it, but we haven't really talked about it. And so the fact that she called me triggered by something I had posted on my social media and wanted to talk about it. It was so huge. I don't know if anyone has ever gotten a phone call where you've lost someone in your family, but it feels like the whole world just stops. The whole world just stops. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Again, that's not what happened in this call, but it felt like kind of that same feeling where nothing else matters but this moment. And I was kind of multitasking why she called me. And then I realized the, the, what was happening on the call and what was being released. I was like, whoa, all right. I consciously tur- turned off my computer. I consciously turned to my phone. I consciously knocked out all of the beliefs of like, I got to get ready. I got to get ready because I did have to get ready. I had so much more I still had to do. And I just was so present. I was so present for that call and I was there and I was receiving and I didn't say anything. For a long time, I just sat there and I listened. And I want to point this out because that is a skill set. That is not something that I've always been able to do. And it's also not something that I knew how to do. Like I literally had to learn how to hold space for people. And I had to learn of when is the right time to say something? When is the right time to fill a void when there's a gap in the conversation? Opposed to just listening. 
And so again, that's all I did. I just sat there and I listened and I listened and I listened. And it was just one of the first times that I really got to tell my sister that I am just so grateful that you're in my life. And I feel like she received it on a whole different level because of the release, because of the space that she opened up. So without getting too in depth about this, I just really wanted to use this as an example of feeling versus feeling versus fighting, right? I could have let my ego win and say, oh yeah, sorry, I got to hop off the phone call right now because I got to get ready for something. I got to do this and I got to do this. So I didn't have, I literally got ready for this event in 20 minutes because this was way more important. And I think that there you have to go through these levels of maybe on uh, external success of what we believe external success will bring us in order to truly value what we already have. And so I guess I was just extremely grateful that I was able to be present, that I was able to hold space, that I was able to really be in charge instead of letting my ego get in the way or my ego making me so uncomfortable that I needed to say something. I need to fill the void. I need to like not make this awkward. I need to make a joke. No, just hold space and just feel. So as I was talking on the phone with my sister, (laughs) I actually got a text from my other sister and I just thought that was so in sync and my sister had texted me that she was listening to my episode, which, you know, (laughs) it was so (laughs) really cool for me because I don't want to say that my family doesn't listen to my podcast, but one, I don't expect them to. That's a whole nother topic. Um, but it is just more giddy <laughs> when they do. And I think the fact that she listened, it just warmed my heart. But like she texted me that as I was talking to my other sister and I just had this bing realization that this was the quantum leap. Because every single time that you're in a quantum leaping season, uh, which uh, for those of you who are new, it's like you have two different paradigms. There's one over here to the left. Oops. <laughs> there's one over here to the left and there's one to the right. And you can either go this way Maybe it's a little bit more predictable. Maybe it's a little bit more safe. And then there's one to the left that's a little bit more unpredictable. Has a little bit of the unknown. It has potential to be unsafe, right? In our external beliefs of what safe and everything is. But it also has just a different level of joy and excitement and accomplishments. And so as I was going through that shift and I started feeling like, okay, something big is something. I see a lot of numbers. I see, you know, all the regular things I see when things are about to shift and you can always feel it when it's coming. And I always used to think, oh, oh, this means a lot of money is coming. Oh, this means a lot of opportunities. Of course, I'm going to this event. So I'm like, oh, something must be manifesting here. But on that call, I realized that that was a quantum leap. That was a shift. That was the thing that happened on an energetic level. And it was just so cool. So um, that was my little example of feeling versus fighting. And now I'm going to give you five steps of how you can start to implement this in your life today.
Alrighty, so step one, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on another episode too. Not sure which one, <laughs> but it's good because now you're getting in your brain too. So the first step is one, just awareness, right? If something's triggering you, it's part of your story. If it's triggering you, it's part of your story. So for the purpose of this exercise, and again, you listen to this podcast, I love to just really just focus on one thing at a time. I know there's probably a lot of the things that are happening in your life and this and that and this and that and this and that, but there's so much, so there's so many lessons in just one trigger alone. And so when you can just really take the time and energy to look at what's bugger, bugging you, buggering, what's bugging you, what's triggering you, and really dissect that, then you can uh, work with that and see where it's happening in other places. Because usually if something's triggering you in that specific moment, it keeps coming up until you really dissect it. So you're welcome. Step two. <laughs> Step two is to get super clear on where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Okay. Um, and I know I've been talking about this on the podcast, but I've been working with my coach one-on-one. And it just it feels so good. I'm just so grateful for Randy. She was on the podcast um, making decisions, heart-centered decisions, if you haven't heard that episode already. But it's just really reiterating a lot of the stuff that I've learned, but going way deeper, <laughs> way deeper. And it's just a reminder that whatever is triggering you, one, is an opportunity to really heal that and look at that. But two is that it's that's never what you really think it's about and it's always 10 times deeper. So if it's triggering you, again, it's part of your story. And believe it or not, believe it or not, what we wanna do is actually go down that rabbit hole. Go down that rabbit hole. What are you telling yourself that you cannot have be or do right now because whatever those things are is actually bringing your vibration down down to the ground so the more clarity you can get around what you're telling yourself you can't do so for example if you're telling myself i don't have time i don't have time i don't have time to put myself first i don't have time to do this i don't have time to that i don't have time time, 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 time. right that's what you're unconsciously manifesting and so we can get super clear on not only what that story is right but go all the way down the rabbit hole, all the way down to where your ego is telling you that you're in danger. So for example, I don't have time to put myself first because if I put myself first, then I can't take care of my family and then I can't go to work. And if I can't go to work, then I won't have money. If I don't have money, then I won't be able to pay my bills. And if I can't pay my bills, then I'm going to be out on the street. And if I'm on the street and then I'll die. <laughs> Again, that's what your ego does. <laughs> And so when you can go down that rabbit hole, go down that rabbit hole and start to really look at it and ask yourself, how would I be okay if that did happen? Whatever it is you're trying to resist, okay? So in my example, it was not having time and then I, had, I get fired from my job, I get fired from my job and this and this and this. What is the story that you are telling yourself and how far down are you going in that rabbit hole and really looking at that because that is where you want to truly neutralize your manifestation right you want to neutralize that emotion you want to release any judgment that you have of feeling those certain emotions like going back to the first example of the story of the person who allowed me to share um, feeling like a loser, feeling like I'm lazy, like I'm X, Y, and Z, right? What if being lazy wasn't a negative <laughs> connotation, right? What if it was just like, oh, 
That's just someone relaxing, right? Well, why do we always have to put something that's so negative associated with it instead of just really looking at that and uh, allowing it to just be, right? If you're sad, then be sad. If you're angry, then be angry, right? And really learning to transmute that energy because what's happening in your body is, again, think of all these little these little micros like, and they're buzzing in your body, buzzing in your body. And then we get stagnant and they get stored in our bodies. And that's when it starts to manifest as different things, not only stress, but also um, diseases. It starts to manifest in uh, ways where it just builds and builds and builds until we snap. And it's really important for us to be conscious and aware of this and to learn to transmute that energy and transmute it into something positive. And so how you can do that is really just allowing it to be released, allowing it to be released. And so for me personally, I love writing. I really, really have been in a season of writing where I'm writing everything down and writing all my stories and writing all my triggers and just releasing it that way. Some people, you might feel more comfortable talking, a therapist. Some other people, you might feel more comfortable maybe drawing, right? There's just so many different ways that you can release um, working out and really allowing yourself to go to the way that feels most in alignment to you. So I think I kind of put no, step two and three <laughs> together because step one, again, is awareness. What is triggering you? What is that one thing that's like that you want to work on at this specific point in time? And then two is to get super clear on where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Right. Maybe it's triggering a past trauma. Maybe it's triggering, you know, an experience that you've had before and you don't want to feel a certain emotion. So then three. Yeah, there's three (laughs) is to go down the rabbit hole and feel whatever it is that you're trying to resist and just accept it. And when you get to this point, again, in the other episode, I talked about how so many people are just trying to resist being in this one space of desperation. I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel tired. What if you just accepted it? Because you can still hang out in your bed all day again and not feel those emotions and still be on your phone and still be watching Netflix all day, specifically to avoid feeling. Right. It's not the things or the tools that you're using that are bad. Right. It's not the TV that's bad. It's not the phone that's bad. It's not the uh, dating apps. I'm throwing myself out there. That is bad. It is the intention behind those things. Right. Which leads me to step four, which is all about now, 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 now you can get to a place where you are inviting new things in, right? Now you can start to attract things at this new frequency because you've released, you've neutralized these emotions. You don't necessarily need them in order to avoid feeling something because you've already felt it. So don't skip step three before you get to four. Um, And this is a place where you can just truly allow yourself to be um, creative and allow yourself to use your imagination. So going back to the example, right? What would your life look like if you did have all of the time in the world? You never had to worry about money. You didn't have to worry about clocking in. You didn't have to worry about, you know, needing this, needing that. You could hire people to do certain tasks for you so that you, you could have more time 
Notice how I'm going back to the first example that I used of not having enough time. Well, what would that look like to you? And funny fact about time, we actually talk a lot about this in the Manifesting Money Academy, is that people don't actually want (laughs) what they think that they want, right? Everybody's like, I want financial freedom and I want to spend time with my family and I want more time, 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 time. But at the same time, they actually don't want that because that forces them to not be as busy and not, and, and then they don't have a reason not to look at their shiz. And I'm like, oh gosh, I got to be productive and I can do X, Y, and Z, which you do. And we are programmed as human beings to, you know, be active and group activities and stuff like that and working on projects. But again, it's all about the intention. A lot of people don't take time off because they're scared of what will come up when they do. (laughs) So allow yourself that time and energy and say, you know, it'd be so cool if I could just take a whole month off and just travel. It'd be so cool if I could take the whole week off next week and just rest and recharge, you know, and use my PTO hours or whatever's coming up for you. Just allow yourself to just have that really fun, excited, childlike energy. And then the fifth step here is to really get clear on the emotion. Okay, so step three was really getting super clear on the emotion that we're trying to avoid and we're feeling that, but now we're getting super clear on the end result feeling that we want to feel, okay? So you may say that you want more time, you want more energy, you want more, you know, money and clients in your life, but what are you going to feel when you have those things? Because you can manifest those things and still feel stress and still feel overwhelmed and still feel tired and exhausted. So get super clear on your end result feeling, which most likely is, I just want to feel safe. I just want to feel rested. I want to feel relaxed. Like I don't have to worry about anything. I want to feel um, expansive. I want to feel joy and just have a lot of fun and you build from there. So you think about the things in your life that you do have where you have more joy and you have more freedom or times that you feel like you do feel super, super safe and you amplify those. So for example, I love going to the park and reading a book. (laughs) It's my favorite thing to do. It makes me feel so safe Something about it just makes me feel like, oh my gosh, that girl doesn't have anything on her calendar. She just got all of the time in the world. And I just love that feeling. Even if I'm only there for like 30 or 20 minutes, I mean, I try to stay as long as I can, as long as I feel like comfortable, but just something about it. I always just do that and put it, plan it in my day um, because it just makes me feel so expansive, joy. You know, I'm, I'm reading and I actually really, really enjoy reading. Some other things is uh, I love cooking. (laughs) I really, really love cooking. I don't know if anybody follows my personal page. There's a reason why I keep it a little bit more private, but (laughs) yeah, I really, really love cooking and I do ASMR. And so I don't really like to, I don't put any music on or anything. And I just like listen to the noises that I make when I'm cooking and it's so therapeutic. And so those are some of my personal examples, but again, you have to really amplify the things that you already have right now, instead of chasing something that you think is going to make you feel a certain emotion. So recapping on this episode, 
one celebrating the new member of the Manifesting Money Academy. We also shared a story of somebody who has really been releasing, really intentionally feeling the emotion that she's been trying to avoid, starts feeling instead of fighting. And then I give you guys a five-step process that we personally teach in our coaching academy. So just for a few minutes here, I just want to give some space for this because if you are listening to this right now and you are somebody who feels like they need this support, you're like, oh my gosh, that is so helpful, Anita. Thank you so much for this knowledge. Thank you so much for this. But you're like, I just wish that I had somebody who could help me do this. Somebody who could hold my hand, somebody who could show me the blocks that I can't see, right? Because they're 10 times easier from the outside looking in. Or maybe you're somebody who wants to help other people do this, right? Wanting this for yourself is huge. Don't get me wrong. Very, very huge. But if you're somebody who's listening to this, you're not only resonating with this, but you can truly see yourself helping other people break through their money blocks, which have nothing to do with money and everything to do with who they are being, then that's coming up for a reason. So we have two different resources for those two different topics, right? If you're somebody who feels like you need support, we have that support from the people who've invested the time and energy into our 12-week program. And I actually have a quiz completely free that my team and I have been working on to help you get super clear on what your current money blocks are. So go to the show notes, the little do free, see what your money blocks are. And if you're open to it, one of our coaches can reach out to you afterwards and help you break through those blocks. And going back to those who feel called to coach, who know that they are made for something way bigger than themselves, I highly, highly recommend that you fill out the Manifesting Money Academy application It's a three-step process and we stop taking people on November 5th because we get started on that Monday, November 7th. So it's a 12-week program. We have a live meetup in January specifically for all of our coaches and our mentors because we want to put you all in one place. It's the number one place where you can be most intimate, not only with myself because you actually get to be in communication with me, breaking down those money blocks, everything that we just said in this podcast is what I help you personally do. But at the same time, I need, need, need your support. I need you to step into that highest version of yourself because there are people who are on the edge of their seats waiting for you because they're only going to understand it when you say it. So if that sounds like you, go to the show notes and fill out the application. Okay, guys, quantum leaping season. Remember to stay grounded, be intentional with all the things that you're doing. And without further ado, I will see you in the next episode. 
you guys so much for tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast. If this episode resonated with you or shifted your paradigm in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now and write us a review. This simple act of kindness helps us get this podcast episode out to as many people as we possibly can. And we also want to know what resonated with you and why. So be sure to join our free Facebook group that you can find in the show notes or tag us on Instagram. Either way, we love when you're in our energy and we love rewarding you for listening to the podcast. When you're ready to truly break down your money blocks and learn how to make money work for you, not the other way around, go to the show notes and learn how you can work with us and join our community of people who are making massive shifts in their finances. Thanks again for tuning into this episode and we cannot wait to share your testimonies. We'll see you in the next episode.